and welcome to another episode of Gamerheads. My name is Roger, aka Rogue Leader76, and joining me this week are my co-host Blue, aka Riders View, and my co-host Mike, aka Pezman Mike, and my co-host Christian, aka Fulgan. Welcome to the show. We have a lot to cover with what what's going on, I guess. There's actually a lot. A lot going on, but not a lot going on. It's kind of a weird time. But uh, So today we'll have a couple of reviews. We'll have Yoshi's Crafted World, a uh, review of that. And then we'll also have a review of Hellwater as well. Uh, we'll have your listener feedback. We have our news. And then we have our hot topic this week. And we'll be looking at the first quarter of 2019. Uh, and looking back at that and seeing winners and losers, biggest surprises, biggest disappointments. Well, take that all into consideration. So, anyway, before we get into all of that, because it is WrestleMania weekend. Fuck <laughs> out! I had to throw another. It started awkward, started to sound awkward there, so I had to throw my own. I used to be able to do a Paul Bearer impression, but I'm not going to oh. do that tonight. Wow. Wow. Used to be able to. Yeah, used to be able to. Come on. Well, you you know how Paul Bearer sounded. No. Well, not, not, yeah, I mean, he very high-pitched, uh, um, uh, spooky voice. I used to be able to do that, but uh, I have since grown, and uh, my vocal cords have since, uh, not, they're not, not with, not the spring chicks they used to be. No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, in honor of WrestleMania weekend, uh, I'm going to ask, what is your favorite fighting game of all time? Well. Mike, do you want to start us off? Sure, I'll go first. So when I was thinking about this, so I was, um, you know, I I love fighting games, uh, and I'm a fan of fighting games, but I'm also a fan of wrestling games. So I'm gonna just kind of tweak this a little bit, if you don't mind, and say my my favorite wrestling game. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to choose from. Like seriously, like yeah, for going back from pro wrestling uh, on the NES, one of my favorite, um, the uh, the Super Nintendo uh, wrestling games, um, Raw is War. Royal Rumble was a great game. I always, Tatanka was my favorite. That was mm-hmm. my go-to. Um, but I will say my favorite wrestling, of course, is uh, N64's WWF No Mercy. Of course. Oh, yeah, that's a good. The game. obvious choice. The obvious, the obvious choice. choice. That is. That is the obvious choice. Oh, you know what? Oh man, but there was also that WrestleMania the arcade game. Oh, that, that was, was a good, good game, game too. That was a good game. Anyway, but no, I'm still gonna go with uh, No Mercy. Just the 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 level of character customization. The story modes with branching paths, mm. um, and it was just—I don't know—it was just just such a such a fun game to play. All the care there was like eighty wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, at the time, that was like an amazing uh, accomplishment. Yeah. I know. So, like for like back in those days, it was either like uh, you were either a um, a, a, a no mercy person or a SmackDown person for uh, on the playstation i never got into those into those games i was more of a no mercy person oh okay plus i'm using no mercy for the uh controller throwdown which roger you're a part of okay. yes and undefeated right uh no no tanuki's what? undefeated what what <laughs> yeah <laughs> that sounds not real but at you all beat me you beat me so yes there you go <laughs> I had a foster brother growing up who was obsessed with No Mercy. Like, he would play it all day, every day. And, like, I would play it for, like, 30 minutes, and I would just, like, be obsessed with 
going outside of the ring and seeing all the crap that was outside. <laughs> yep. I found that fascinating. That was That's a good awesome. game. I yeah. see. I was more into the. Well, I. I mean, uh, I played it, but I was more into the. I mean, at the time, I was. I was a PlayStation guy, so I was really into like shut your mouth or know your role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those were really good games too. That that was that was some really good wrestling times for sure. And WWE, or I mean, um, the WrestleMania 2000 that was also on the N64 had a lot of fun with that game. Yep. Cool. Uh, Blue, do you want to go next? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will confess to our lovely listeners Uh-oh. that I don't follow wrestling and what? fighting games are actually a genre I know next to nothing about. Really? So, if you're asking me to pick my favorite, <laughs> um, I guess I'll say Final Fight. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah. Um, just because we played it for the RGB, yeah. the high score challenge, and... Um, I thought it was it was pretty fun. I think I did okay. I didn't get any points that week, of course, but huh. yeah. Did you know that uh, there was who's that guy with like the suspenders? What is that guy? Hager, name? Mike Hager. Hager. Do you know that he's in a wrestling game that was also made by that same <gasps> SNK group? Uh, Final Fight, he, Capcom. 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 I, I know he was in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Yeah, but he was. There was this wrestling game, and he's in it. For the oh. Super Nintendo. I will also look it up. I know, it's weird. It's weird. It's a kind of a cool wrestling game. Oh. Yeah, that's a good game. I like that game a lot. And he's a wrestler, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It counts. comes full circle. It Blue counts. did it. <laughs> what about you, Christian? Uh, actually, I'm in a similar camp as Blue. I've never really oh followed gosh. wrestling very... What? Very uh, specifically. No, actually, I'm a closet wrestling fan, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, that's not the same at all. <laughs> Good try, Roger. Yeah. You almost fit in. That's just saying I really like wrestling, but I'm embarrassed to say so. <laughs> so all you people listening who love wrestling, Roger thinks your hobby is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. There's going to be a lot of editing during this episode. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyway. I thought, I thought anyway. you guys meant when you guys were saying that you're not wrestling fans, you really are wrestling fans. Yep. Sure, <laughs> you're Roger. just not. You can admit it. I'd, uh... I'll, admit it, I'll admit it. I'm a wrestling fan, although like not as much as I used to be. Like normally, I'll watch like the first half an hour of Raw to yeah. decide to decide if it's interesting enough to keep me going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either that, or I'll if that doesn't if it's not interesting, then I'll put on Twitch and watch something else. Yeah, but they've yeah. uh, they've had reruns of Impact Wrestling on Twitch now too. Yeah, they so have, I've been watching yeah. some of those. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, I've had a foster brother who was really into it because he brought over his N64 WWF games and played those a lot. And I I never really liked blood as a kid. I was kind of squeamish over blood. And so he told me, if you people who don't like wrestling, they're squeamish when they see blood. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. 
yeah, they can't handle it. And I was like, okay, now I need to watch wrestling. So I sat down and I was like trying to watch wrestling as a six-year-old. I'm like, I can't be afraid of blood. I got to watch wrestling. And I, I never really got into it. But anyway, I also never really got into fighting games all that much either. Like Blue, I, it's like I play a little bit of everything Smash. minus fighting games. Smash. Smash is, Smash is a good time. Smash is a good time, especially when you're playing with other people. It's a good party game. Uh, but there was one point in time where I had my Vita, and I, the the Vita uh, library was just a desolate wasteland, and I was looking for something that I should that I could play. And so I've always wanted to get good at a fighting game. I've never managed to do it, but at that point in time, I was like, "All right, it's time." So I got Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, and uh, Mortal Kombat the reboot, Mortal Kombat nine. Hmm. And I was like, it's time. I played a bunch of Ultimate MVC3. I like played through the campaign a number of times. I probably put like 20, 30 hours into it. I still couldn't really get a good feel for it. I appreciated the personality that it had, but uh-huh. like it's very combo heavy. Like you're meant to chain together moves indefinitely. And I played like two matches online and I got all three of my characters just got comboed to death. And that was kind of like the kind of what buried the grave for me in that game but uh mortal kombat 9 i really like that game because it's it's kind of a style of fighting that's easier for me a beginner a plebeian to wrap my head around because it's just nice slow moves and then certain moves can go into other moves so that they can't retaliate and my brain can wrap my head around that and there's also a lot of single player content in that with those like challenge towers and the fun arcade mode there's plenty to do yeah yeah, see, I think, Christian, you hit the nail right on the head because fighting games, by and large, um, you know, once you get into the Mortal Kombats and the Tekkens and all that, they are not pick-up-and-play experiences. You have yeah. to memorize a gazillion button combinations, and ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least I ain't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. It might That's be what- different if you could... You could pick it up and you could have some success and be motivated to keep going. But, like, there's no gray area when you're playing against people who play fighting games. Oh, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you either you memorize all the button combinations and you know how to use them. Of course, they're different for every character and you have to know what to use and when. And so either you can hang with them or you just get crushed immediately. (laughs) I agree. That's why I prefer to play single player against uh, CPU, and that's also why I prefer to watch fighting game tournaments and go to fighting game tournaments as a spectator, because it's just it's such a such a crazy experience to see all these moves that these people can pull off. Like in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, like you like for somebody who's really seasoned at it, even even Dragon Ball Fighters now, uh, you get hit once and you <laughs> might as well just put your controller down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it, there's a big barrier to entry, skill level wise, and I have never been enamored of the genre enough to actually attempt to cross that barrier. Mm-hmm. Unless you play Fight of Gods, Fight of Gods, where uh, all your button inputs <laughs> mean nothing at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. I. I you know. I just. I was laughing when you're when you're talking, Christian, because you said I put in like twenty or thirty hours into a game, and I just, you know, I, I couldn't get into it. Most people put in like two to three hours, and they're like, "Yeah, I can't get into this game." 
<laughs> yeah, I was committed. I mean, like I said, the Vita was a desolate wasteland. It wasn't like I was yeah. doing anything else with my Vita. Yeah. So I was like, I want to do this, and I tried so hard, but I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah. We call that the Christian ratio. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's ten ten to one for every real gamer. It's a Christian, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but thank you, Mike. That is. That is a compliment. Everything I, I say s- is a compliment. I saw somebody post uh, this morning, actually, and was asking, like, has anyone actually ever beaten Octopath Traveler? I'm like, I know one person it has. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For myself, my favorite fighting game is probably Bushido Blade, which I think was, what, PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 1? I don't remember. PlayStation 2, I think. Bushido, that's not... I might be thinking, is that the one where you can kill somebody in one hit? Yes. I think yeah. that was the first PlayStation. Was that PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, I believe so, okay. too. Okay. That game was fantastic because, I mean, yeah, you you could kill a person in one hit. So, I mean, you could be really, really good at the game, or you could just get really lucky and get a, <laughs> just get a, yep. like an awesome strike. And you're like, I mean, I beat some really good players, you know, because there is no memorizing of buttons with that game. It is really just, you know... You are looking for a weakness, and then you go for that attack, and yeah. I mean, there's skill to it, no no doubt, but I'm just saying, like, you don't have to, like, memorize combinations to be able to be good at that game. So, that game was really fun. I liked that game a lot. Mm. I like those games, and then I don't like, like, games like Bloodborne, or, <laughs> <laughs> or apparently, I don't know, I haven't played Sekiro yet, but I, I don't know. Like, I want to play Sekiro, I still want to play that game so bad. You really uh, don't, though. Christian, you don't. need to have him over, remember? <laughs> no, yeah. I know, I know. I really do have to go to your We place. need to get that out of your system, Roger. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. That I had I had a PlayStation Sony gave me like $20, and they're like, here's $20 for earning <laughs> earning trophies and your purchases. Wow. Which, yeah, but, but the, my trophy account was like terrible. Like, you gotta, gotta have like a, you gotta have like a billion trophies to get like a dollar. So like, <laughs> I mean, it included it, but I was gonna take that twenty dollars and buy Securo, but then I was like, no, 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 bad idea, bad idea. So I, I bought uh I bought WWE two K nineteen instead because it was twenty dollars, so I didn't really spend any money. So that was kinda cool. I Good guess. job, Roger. Thanks. Uh so listeners, what is <laughs> what is your favorite wrestling game? You can let us know. You can send us a tweet at GamerHeadsBC. You can send us an email at info at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. You can go to our website, GamerHeadsPodcast.com, and leave us a message there. Or you can also go at Facebook.com slash GamerHeadsPodcast and leave us a message there as well. All right. So uh, with that, let's go on to the news. I have a couple items here, and then obviously if you all have something as well. Um, Blue, since you brought this one up, do you want to talk about the first one there? Sure. This news comes to us from the BBC. Prince Harry wants to see a ban on the game Fortnite. Boo. I mean, keep going. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Prince Harry says, quote, that game shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit of having it in your household? It's created to addict, an addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. It's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up on your doorsteps, and families being broken down. 
<laughs> There's just added... random kids like, hello, I'm on your doorstep. I... Please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah. I, I, I'm addicted to Fortnite, and that's how what happened to me. I'm on your doorstep. Now, one, one moment I was playing the game, the next I'm on your doorstep. And they're all reduced to lovable Charles Dickens street urchins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, Newsies. and Prince Harry added at the end that social media is more addictive than alcohol and drugs. Yeah. So I suspect that he's not good at Fortnite. And that he, <laughs> he wants to That's see right. He's man. raging. That's what yeah, this exactly. is all. He's raging because he lost. He, he came in like 75th place. <laughs> yeah. Some 12-year-old said something about his mother. And now he's, yeah. he's out to he's, take it all down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nexus Tetris 99. <laughs> <laughs> man, this. Yeah. The one thing I will say, like on a more serious note, just... His comments just goes to show you how much of a family like gamers can be because like w- there's a ton of infighting among gamers. Um, just like just people are always arguing with each other, whether it's console wars or, or any other thing else. But once an outsider attacks us, we all band together and put aside <laughs> <Yeah>. our differences. <laughs> You're right, I thought that was so cool to see. Just like now everybody's just pouncing on this guy. Well, and I mean, the thing is, like, like what what's the benefit of having it in your household? What's the benefit of having any entertainment in your household, for that matter, then? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, we, watched... we don't live in a meritocracy, and neither do they in, in England either. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Things watch, are we allowed watched... to exist without a purpose. Exactly. Like, we watched Turtles, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2014 movie. That movie was bad, but the kids loved it. There's no value to it, though. Like, really, there's no value to that movie. But, I mean, it was just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. I think that, uh, <laughs> it's, well, who is that attorney that tried to sue everybody back in the um, Grand Theft Auto um, uh-huh. San Andreas days? Jack Thompson. Do you remember that guy? No. Oh, that guy was in the news all over. It's like 2005-ish. That guy was all over the news because he wanted to sue everybody, ban everything, saying that video games were responsible for, you know, all the evils of life. Uh, this, this, this is kind of like echoes of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. I mean, so <laughs> this is going to sound really weird, but like Prince Harry's younger than I am. It's weird to hear somebody that's younger than me, like... It does. It sounds like right? something that would be said by somebody in their 50s. Yeah, which I'm close to. I mean, closer <laughs> well, than, than... you know what than, I mean. No, I know, but I'm, yeah, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the You're generation above us... You're not that close to being us, in your 50s. Well, yeah, well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the thing with him, though, is different, like, different walks of life. He comes from a different social status, so I'm sure his form of video game was like hunting humans on a remote island. <laughs> <laughs> So, I was going to say the Wii because his, you know, his grandmother loves the Wii. Oh, does she? They, yeah, they had like a golden Wii Gold in there. Wii in the, yeah, yeah. The heck is his problem then? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. she wouldn't let him play or something. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Come on, Grandma, give me the controller. No. No, go play your common non-gold Wii. Yeah. <laughs> you peasant. <laughs> oh, what the heck? But, but uh, you know, it's weird because like, what, what? Uh, first of all, like, what kind of authority? Does I mean I don't think the yeah. royal family has any authority anymore, right? Well, I mean, not even that. It's just where is your intellectual authority to be saying you know. that 
yeah. social media is more addictive than alcohol and drugs and to be saying that Fortnite is going to break your family. Yeah. And um yeah, I've, where are your sources, Harry? I'm sorry, I got to ask. But I do I do dream of sometimes I I live it by a, you know, live and let live philosophy in life. You do what you want to do and I'll do what I want to do. But every once in a while I do dream of a dystopian society where people are tested on their knowledge on certain subjects. And if you can prove competency in a subject, you will be granted a license with which you are allowed to give opinions on that subject. And if you do not have a license and you are found giving unlicensed opinions, you will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Some, some days I dream of that world. Oh, crap. This podcast is going to end in your world, I think. <laughs> I'll never be allowed to talk ever. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I I agree with you. I mean, it's weird. It's weird that people start like, people have opinions on everything, and like I get it. I get the fact. Okay, I get I get the fact that there's probably some current concerns that Fortnite is, you know, addictive. But that's not. I mean. That's that's up to the the parents. Like, but it's weird to say that kids are going to end up on your doorsteps. Like, what? Like, just random kids. That doesn't happen to you. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. Is that how kids are made? Actually, I turn on the lights and they scatter off my front porch, <laughs> <laughs> like raccoons or something. Hey, 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 Tanya, do you want to have another kid? Yeah, let's go play some Fortnite, and maybe one will show up on our doorstep. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's weird. Uh... All right, so uh, who would like to take the next one here? I'll take it. Okay. This comes to us from Nintendo Life. Uh, Nintendo's mobile games raked in $85 million during the first quarter of 2019. Uh, the Japanese publisher's mobile titles grossed approximately $85 million across the uh, Google Play and App St- Apple App Stores, uh, which is a 6% increase year over year. Uh, but this figure still trails behind the fourth quarter of 2018, which was 11 point, or I'm sorry, 112.3 million, as well as the first quarter of 2017, which was 106.6 million. Yeah. But still, um, I don't consider that a bad thing. I'll take, no. if, if you, I'll be happy to take like 1% of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I think that uh, the sky or don't no, Dragalia loss is a high loss. Yeah. Yeah. That, that game was the one that was struggling the most out of all those games that were listed there. So, mm-hmm. um, what is there like an alarm going off over there? Christian, what's going on? It's a storm siren. It's weird. Really? Wow. I think Are you so. going to die? Wow. Do you need to hide from yeah. a tornado? Yeah. Do you, if you need to go somewhere, dude, they like, heard I'm not me that expressing far from... my opinion. They're coming for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I it. I'm, I'm not far from you, so I'm not hearing any sirens. So. Quick, rescue the children from your front porch. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Before they're caught in the storm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, Nintendo's not going to obviously end their mobile games. In fact, like, isn't there talks that they're gonna? Is, is aren't they looking at uh, Octopath right as a mobile game now too? Oh, well, that, that's Square. Oh, that's Square. Square. That has Nintendo, only to do with Nintendo. Nintendo's releasing um, a Mario Kart mm-hmm. game, oh. and they're also got a uh, Doctor Mario World. Oh, oh that one I am excited for. I admit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. so yeah, so they've got they're making some good money. You know what surprises me is that uh, 
that Animal Crossing is uh, still popular. Yeah. Yeah, that game is... Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Wait, too, you're actually. Su- you're surprised it's still popular? Well, I, without my own experience with Animal Crossing, I play it like crazy, and then one day I just stop. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, but didn't you say your wife is like... 400 hours or something ridiculous no that's my wife oh that's your wife okay (laughs) somebody's wife (laughs) can vouch for the longevity of animal crossing yeah yeah Yeah, my wife's only experience with animal crossing is playing frogger (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's an animal and it's cross you know what i mean we get it all right thanks nice that's like a new genre of dad jokes yeah Yeah. video game jokes Oh man! So yeah, no, it's, it's still a lot of money, even though it's down from the last couple quarters. It's still a lot of money. So. Can yep. you ever imagine having a business to where the dollars that you dealt with were so big that a quarter where you made eighty-five million <laughs> was was a decrease? Yeah. I can't even fathom dealing with that kind of money. I know, yeah. isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Wow. So yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see how these other games go. Uh, and then the last article that I have, uh, Christian, you want to read that next one? Sure. This one's from Nintendo Life. They had an article saying Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft are all under investigation over online gaming services. So the Competition and Markets Authority, which is a non-ministerial department of the UK government, which has power to enforce competition and consumer law, they said it is concerned about whether... Some of these companies' business practices are legal, such as their use of auto-renewals or online gaming contracts, their cancellation and refund policies, and their terms and conditions. Yeah. So... They're going to have a fun time reading through all those nice, long terms and conditions. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) It's like two weird articles that came out of the UK this week. Yeah, the UK's on a roll this week. (laughs) They like called each other up. They're like, this department was like, hey, Prince Harry, are you going to tag Fortnite? <laughs> well, we're going to take on the online uh, services. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I don't Do you guys feel like it's, it's, uh, I don't know, shady practices about the auto renewals? I'll, I'll, you know what? I fell victim to an auto renewal. Um, I, Mike, I, no. I did. I did. I, uh, <laughs> I, I had a free month of uh, PlayStation Plus, and and I used it, and I completely forgot to turn off the auto renewal, and oh. so it, and then it charged me for another three months, and I was and I'm looking at, it, I'm like, why did I get charged? Oh yeah, that's what happened. So that was through my own fault. I'm not blaming Sony for it. Yeah. Uh, but being yeah, you but know, like every company in the world does that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, I am right now. I'm. I went to a site called Skillshare where they oh, have yeah. um, classes, just classes you can log in and, and watch for whatever it is in the world that you want to learn. And um, I didn't sign up for it. And then they emailed me and said, we'll give you two free months. But to get the two free months, you have to give them your payment information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's on you to cancel. So it, it like like I said, that's like every company in the world. That's certainly not not specific to Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Right. Yeah. This and is an even, odd, sounds like an odd witch hunt. Yeah. yeah. It, it even predates that, too. It's even like saying, oh, look, I can get these six CDs for a penny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
No, oh can't. man, my parents were so mad at me with Columbia House and records and how many, <laughs> how much money we spent on that. But yeah. mom, it was supposed to be a penny for like 13 albums. If you're really concerned about this business practice, you better widen that net and get a lot more companies yeah. there, UK. Yeah. 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 You know, Best Buy used to have where you, they don't anymore, but they would have a trial magazine subscription. So when I was at, when I was in charge at Best Buy at the front end, we would always like sell people like, oh, you want a tree, free trial, 30 day subscription of this magazine? But then you had to sign up with your credit card information, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then after 30 days, you would get charged for it. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the way that some um, some people would sell those magazines was shady. And I mean, I didn't allow that to happen, but I know some shady uh, activities that happened in other stores. And then they got rid of it because people complained enough about the fact that they didn't know that they were being charged for these magazines. But even though you gave your credit card information, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. you know, yeah, <laughs> people don't read. People don't read. They're you not should have to read. If I'm giving my credit card information, I understand that there's a chance they're going to <laughs> yep. use it. Yep. I know. Uh, and and you know, I always, and I always, you know, said explain that it's a thirty day trial period. So after that, you do have to cancel it. And I always, you know, attached the how to cancel to their receipt. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, nobody. Ironically, yeah, nobody read. But then they would never read them. Then they would order magazines. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, that was a dad joke too. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Like, it's just a weird witch hunt. Like, what is going on? Like, why? Why are... What's going on? What is going on? Video games have always been on the receiving end of foundless accusations. Yeah. This is just another drop in the bucket for that. Yeah. True. Uh, Does anyone have anything else you want to discuss for news? Mm. No. No. We're about a week and a half away from Cuphead on Switch. Oh. Yeah. That's news to me. <laughs> That's exciting. Very exciting. How much is it going for? I haven't looked. $20. Oh, that's not so bad, I guess. Unfortunately, I have to wait. Because i, I got to get the physical version. And the physical oh. version physical version is not going to come out until they have all the DLC out. So that oh. might not be for until probably winter, or I'm assuming maybe probably September or something. Is oh. there for sure going to be a digital version? Or that they said they said there's definitely a physical edition of it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's quite a quite a conundrum. <laughs> I know. Do you own the physical version for the computer? Did, did they ever come out with a physical? You don't have it on. Do they have, have physical versions for computers anymore? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have it on my yeah on my, my uh, really, five by seven floppy. Nice. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really play computer games, so I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm sure they have it at like a venture or a, uh, some other obscure place that's no longer in business. So we can go to Circuit City and get a few copies. You can yeah. go. You can go to Walmart and you can get like uh, like those like find and match games or whatever. Or those uh, oh, yeah. find it games, yeah. Those are like <laughs> you can get physical disc of those. <laughs> Yeah. I still get AOL free trials in the mail, so... Do you really? <laughs> no, I don't think they make those anymore. <laughs> that would be awesome if you did. <laughs> you got a uh, phone line, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you over a 28.8 modem right now. I got a good connection out here. As long as nobody picks up the phone while I'm talking. 
man. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's move on to listeners' feedback then. And uh, last week we asked, do digital ga- video games, uh, our gaming services, really mean the end of gaming? Uh, and this is what you all had to say. So uh, I'll take the first one. So the first tweet is from Geek With That, and they tweeted, it doesn't mean the end of gaming, but it likely means the end of GameStop and used game stores. It is debatable if that is even a bad thing. <clears throat> Look at PC gaming. The prices have plummeted, and freebies are always being given out since they're all but stopped selling physical copies. Hmm. Well, uh, GameStop could change and adapt, or they could keep their shady business practices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their yeah, choice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think like... Uh, so so one people that have been listening to this podcast for like the inception know that we used to have a co-host his name was Jake and he ran or he runs a a uh, retro game store in in town and he actually has said that he this is a good thing for stores like his because uh you know stores that you know like Best Buy is a GameStop so if they go out of business I mean people still want retro stuff so he's still going to be in business so he's not concerned oh does yeah. it matter then? Because it's not like Best Buy sells retro, retro stuff. No, not really. I don't think it really matters too much. I mean, for the most part. I think I think just having less stores, though, just means less people are going to go. You know what I mean? Like, they'd probably go more to his store just because they're like, oh, like. Because he sells all that. They sell more than just video games. Like, they sell, like, plushies and stuff like that. So, mm. Fidget but. spinners. Fidget spinners, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, not anymore, Mike. Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. <laughs> when we were when we were at C two E two last week, Kurt bought a uh, a ten dollar mystery box, <laughs> and one of the dealers, and in it was a single fidget spinner. He was yes! so, he was oh, so no. angry. We were all angry about that. That was like. That was yeah. That was a mystery box though. That's why you buy it. Yeah, I, I, I bought a mystery <laughs> box from from Jake's store, and I probably will never do that again. I mean, <laughs> just some weird stuff in there. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the next one here, <laughs> Mike. Do you want to take the next one? Sure. This comes to us from at Red and Blue Dave, and they tweeted one simple question: Did Netflix mean the end of movies? I'll answer that. No, it did not. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. No this problem. One, this comment was interesting because it um, led into this long discussion about yeah. going out to movie theaters <laughs> and uh, whether the decline of whose fault was the decline of movie theaters and whether it was, you know, good shared social experience to go out and watch movies together and and cheer at the title screens and applaud at the end together and all that. Yeah. 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 It yeah. Was a enormous bunny trail there. Yeah. I, I, you know, I guess what do you, I mean, I, I prefer not going to movie theaters if I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would yeah. I if, if you could <clears throat> pay the price of a movie ticket and have a new release streamed in your home, I would be yes. all over that. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. In fact, I'd probably watch a lot more new releases. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Christian, you want to take the next one? 
Sure, just Valcav tweeted, I wouldn't go as far as to say they're the end of gaming, but they are ushering in a new era of gaming, one without physical media and one wherein publishers have every incentive to make us repurchase games on each new iteration of hardware. Mm. Nintendo's been doing that for a while. Yeah, yeah that's not new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Blue, do you want to see the next one? Sure. This is from the great Sayaman81. And they tweeted, I don't think it's the end. Potentially it may increase by adding it to more in-home products, like mobile gaming appealed to a larger audience. I'm unsure for myself, not knowing the details. Let's just see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The next one comes from TGF Stream, and they tweeted, but I think the collectibles will will save physical editions, and game companies will always try to make you buy more shit (laughs) (laughs) so i don't see physical uh going away anytime soon at all like if there were uh, was no physical games movies music oh i'm not saying the next word then why the bleep will will i get will i get for christmas uh gift cards so uh so yeah google stadia gift card yeah yeah that's right (laughs) yeah i i don't I mean, the only thing is that 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 Xbox Games Pass that I do I do enjoy that that is that is a pretty novel concept. But then at the same time, I just like I said earlier with Cuphead, I need my physical copies. I don't know why. Like I'm totally fine with everything else. I'm totally fine with getting music digitally. I'm totally fine with getting movies digitally. In fact, just uh, yesterday on my Voodoo account, I got um, what did I get? The South Park movie and The Running Man. Mm. And so I don't know. I just but for games, I feel like I, I still can't let go of that physical copy, both well, figuratively and literally. Well, and the thing is, like, even with these, you know, like the digital syst- uh, services, like um, the uh, Game Pass, it's just like Netflix, right? So Netflix will remove game or movies and put new movies in. I mean, Xbox is doing the same thing. They're going to remove games. And and it's different because I feel like if I watch a movie, I'm like, eh, okay, I'm done with it. I don't need to see oh, yeah. that again. But You could be games. done with a movie in two hours, but if it's a game yeah. that needs 80 hours, yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't. yeah, it'll be interesting because, I mean, obviously I have removed some games, but it hasn't been anything that's like, oh, man, I wish, I would, wish they would have kept that one because I really wanted to play that game. Yeah, but I still but, find myself buying games. Yeah. The thing I think that people need to keep in mind is that the companies will listen to us if enough yeah. of us get together and say the same thing. I mean, look at uh, EA and their microtransactions. Yeah, yeah exactly. They mm-hmm. did listen. So it is, you know, people think that the digital future, it looks one way and it doesn't have to. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Mike, do you- do you want to take the last one there? Sure thing. Uh, this comes to us from at PK Blaze Twitch, and they tweeted, I don't see how it would be the end of gaming when it gives more people a means of putting games out there and gives gamers more freedom to find the experiences they want. Mm. Yeah, to that point earlier about the Games Pass. And I'm actually, um, I don't know, there's uh, the, and I okay, so you're probably going to laugh at me, but I'm actually interested in the new Intellivision console that's coming out next year. <gasps> Oh boy! Why would we laugh at you for that? I'm gonna laugh at him for that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> it's such a it's 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 an it's it's such a different concept. It's all digital, and it seems to be a lot of just remakes of old and television games. Um, 
but uh, a lot of it, uh, it just it just seems like an odd system. But I just was talking about the physical stuff, and this is an all digital system, and here I am kind of flip flopping. Hmm. But you you get to keep the system. Yeah, I do right. Get to keep the system. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it that's still physical. Yeah. 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 I stand corrected. I'm helping you out here, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank, thanks for backing me up. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, uh, you can always send us feedback, uh, and you can send us a tweet. Uh, Christian, how can people get a hold of us? At GamerHeadsPC on Twitter. Or they can send us an email at? Info at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Or what's our Facebook page? Facebook.com slash GamerHeadsPodcast. And then we also have a website as well. Okay. Gamerheadspodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into our push select game review section. So this week we actually have two games that we'll be reviewing. The first one, Christian, you've been playing and you beat, and I've watched you play the game on lunch breaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike got it too, right, Mike? You got Yoshi. I- I do have Yoshi. I'm so jealous of you guys. <laughs> Me too. It looks fun. Yeah, it's it's great. I I was very hesitant. Uh, a sixty dollar Yoshi game. Mm, not sure if that was you know vibing with me. The only other Yoshi game I've played through, beginning to end, was Yoshi's Story on the N sixty four, and it was okay. Uh, that game's like really short, and it's really weird because it's meant for like getting high scores it's meant to be played over and over weird this yoshi's crafted world it's wonderful it's great it's like it's like an easy version of donkey kong country which is nice it's just this 2.5d platformer you swallow stuff you throw eggs at things and then you get to the end while collecting a bunch of smiley flowers it's great pretty simple pretty cut and dry but there's a lot of cool stuff going on. They do some creative stuff with uh, level themes, boss battles. That stuff's good. So yeah, pretty pretty enjoyable time. So you didn't you didn't play the last one then? The last one that was on I played game. a little bit of okay. Yoshi's Woolly World. Okay. And that game looks amazing. Like the look to Woolly World is incredible. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm kind of disappointed about in Yoshi's Crafted World because it's more of just like a traditional Yoshi looking thing. It's it's kind of hard to pin down what exactly they were going for. There's a lot of cardboard everywhere, so yeah. it's like Yoshi Labo or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like colorful construction paper, and there's some cool stuff like they'll have tin cans lying around that they'll play around with. But overall, it doesn't have like that nice, tight, focused look like Yoshi's Woolly World did. This one's kind of more <laughs> ill-defined, and they don't really go as far with it. So you guys, did you guys when you were kids and you had your little figurines or whatever you did not take construction paper and cardboard and stuff and make play sets for them oh yeah i did because when i saw yoshi's crafted world i immediately i was like that's that's what we did yeah we oh, made wow. little obstacle courses and playgrounds and things for our, our little figurines oh yeah yeah and we're not yeah. nearly so good but it's the same idea <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah vines usually fell apart like after a <laughs> a couple of uses, but... I guess uh, I didn't have a childhood. Uh, well, you I'm were sorry, just busy Blue. playing video games. Right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we're so old, we had to find things to do before we had video games. <laughs> yeah. That's we right, had this thing right. called imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah, we. I mean, there was Castle Grayskull, but that was like the extent of any kind of play sets. Well, yeah, okay, so if your parents had money, you could yeah, buy yeah, exactly. the real, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mattel yeah. play sets and all that, but otherwise it's like, here's your construction paper. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of which, you know, the kids now, I made them uh, all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all the Perlers, and Shredder, and that's their toys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're awesome, though. <laughs> yeah they look awesome yeah well thanks yeah so i mean yeah no i used to do that too i used to like uh you know create create scenes out of like construction paper and cardboard you'd always like hey mom dad can i have that cardboard box don't throw it away yeah and- exactly my dad would bring home uh papers from his workplace and yeah so on the one side they would have like all of the boring business stuff and then we would flip it over and <laughs> use that the other side <laughs> nice Sensitive work information. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's recycling. <laughs> that's what this is about Yoshi's Crafted World. It has all of Nintendo's like uh, profit sharing and whatever all the one side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's it's also it's like here's a here's a drawing of a of a happy sun and a flower, but when you flip it over on the other side of the level, it's like bank account information. Yeah, it has a non disclosure agreement. A yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi's insurance fraud world. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Somebody but, make that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Christian, you said that after you beat the game, and then you said the second half, like when you go back and try to get everything, that's what got really hard, right? Yeah, yeah. So, as you go through, um, every level is pretty, pretty simple. I mean, you've got a beginning, and then you try and get to the goal at the end. But there's, you're trying to get these smiley flowers, and they gate your progress by requiring so many before moving on to the next world, but you don't need much at all. You're going to get plenty before you actually start having to struggle and try and look for any. But yeah, they're pretty well hidden. Some of them are are not easy to find at all. And there's there's a couple of bonus ones too. There's one that you get you get a smiley flower at the end of a stage if you have full health, and you get a smiley flower at the end if you find all the red coins in the level and the red coins are all hidden. Like they all start out pretty much as golden coins or they're like, they're not visible until you go over a certain part of the map. So the level design here is awesome because you can like clearly see like, "Mm, there's this open space over here. I'm sure they wouldn't just put that in for no reason. Mm. And those are all over the place. Sure enough, you go there, there's like no wasted space as far as the levels are concerned. And they're excellent because of it. Nice. Nice. And so your review is up on um, newgamenetwork.com. And what did your what was your final score? I gave it a nice ill-defined 77. I <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed it way more than I initially anticipated and I'm looking forward to just like putting 20 more hours into it, getting everything I can. Really fun. It's got a lot of longevity. And yeah, it'll keep me occupied with my Switch for a while to come. Nice. So, bottom line, $60, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. For me, yes. And a lot of that was because of how meaty the game is. There's a lot to do. Game isn't short. Like, I think just to get to the end, it probably took me like 12 hours, but I was getting a lot of side stuff. But I can see myself dumping like 20 more hours into it trying to get everything. Hmm. Nice. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you, Christian. Uh, and Mike, you yes. reviewed Hellwarder. I did review Hellwarders. 
Oh, wait, you want to hear more? Okay. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Hell Warders, uh, so I played it on the PlayStation 4. It's a tower defense action RPG, if I could. Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you're playing as, as uh, you can choose one of three different warriors, and each stage um, is, is uh, about this, an arena. Not a huge level, just, you know, basic, uh, like about the size, like I said, like, like an arena, almost the size of like a Soul Calibur um, stage or something like that. It's maybe a little bit bigger. But what you're doing is, so the, the demons of hell are invading and trying to take over uh, and, and kill all of humanity, so you're their last hope. So um, there's this, uh, this crystal, this nexus, that you have to protect, and you need to get ready and place uh, different types of troops among the, uh, the 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 arena before the timer runs out and before the the waves start coming in the demons start coming in and um, it's all about you know resource management finding the the right placing of troops trying to figure out what kind to use in what situations and uh, of course you know protecting that uh, that crystal from being destroyed uh, one of the things I liked about this is that it's not just about that like it's not just about placing the troops in you're actually in on the action so once you're done placing everybody and that wave starts coming you could jump in and help out wherever you want so you can you could go in and and, and attack on one spot and then if you're looking at your mini map and you see a bunch of little red dots getting swarming your other uh, troops then you could run over to that side and start attacking them to help out so it's not just the resource management the uh, the troop management but it's also um an action game as well where you're uh doing everything everything you can to uh to assist now the the action part the it's not as deep there's no like combos or anything you're just basically going in and just slashing or shooting or uh using your gigantic hammer thing <laughs> um but uh it's it's it gets pretty frantic uh, after a while and then um, in the first couple stages it was like okay so i've got enough time in between waves you know I, i'm able to slowly pick out what i want to do and by the time i got to like the third um the third uh stage and like the third wave i was like i had a ton of this this i guess their their form of currency i had that saved up and i was running out of time i'm like i was then then i started like freaking out i'm like oh gosh where do i put these people and all that stuff uh you can also level up your troops uh use that money to level up your troops to make them stronger uh, and make them uh make it easier to fight against the uh the incoming uh hordes but uh and also oh it also has online play so online co-op so yeah so you can uh get out uh, you can yeah you can uh meet up with three other people and and uh try to fight these uh, demons together so i do not have much experience with tower defense games um and that's through fault of my own it's not that i wasn't interested in them i just never got around to playing one uh but i really enjoyed this game because what I really liked about it is that it could be a 20 minute game. It's a game you could just, just fire up, play for 20 minutes, do a couple, do a couple waves and then, uh, you know, and then do something else, but, or you can get lost in it for a few hours and you can still have fun either way. Um, it's a great price too. It's only $15 and nice. that's perfect for this kind of, for this kind of game. This is this uh, pick up and play game. Mm. Um, I had, I had trouble going trouble at first, but that's, that's, I put that on user error because I wasn't familiar <laughs> with uh with uh with tower defense games and how to play i think i roger i think i texted you i was like i don't know how to play this game yeah i don't yeah. know what to do and you're like i don't care just do it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figure it out mike yeah figure it out so um 
So yeah, so no, it, it's a good game. It's it's a fun game. It's not anything you know amazing. It's not like you know the the, the greatest thing you've ever seen. But for the price, it's definitely a fun game. So I gave it an A minus. Nice. Uh, and your review is on GamerHeadsPodcast.com. It sure is. So one thing I, I will say, one because I played the game too. So one thing that I will say, and I don't know if you noticed this, but I felt like the first character. So there's three different characters you can choose from. You can pick from like a warrior. Uh, a mage type character and like a range type character like a like a yeah there's a gun there's a gunslinger yeah the warrior and the there's like a almost looks like a troll with a giant hammer not a troll like a dwarf yeah 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 so the the first character i picked was the warrior one and, and he just felt like his movement he felt really floaty i guess you did i agree okay i was wondering if that was just me or if that was yeah because i just felt like he like his actions didn't seem to like really the animations he just kind of floated and like instead of like actually feel like he was like touching the ground he kind of like just kind of like it was weird it was a weird but then i played the gunslinger i didn't have that same feeling with him that's funny because i had the exact same experience i i played with the warrior and i'm like oh this this game feels just loose it just doesn't feel right yeah and then i picked the gunslinger i'm like oh and and i blasted through like three waves in a row with that gun with the gunslinger i'm like oh okay this is i'm gonna stick with this guy yeah yeah that's how i felt too i I stuck with the gunslinger and i was like oh this actually feels good so it's weird how Uh, did you feel the difficulty was handled mike is there like a variable difficulty because when i play tower defense games i usually get too frustrated before i get very far Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the the difficulty does ramp up like right around the middle of the second um stage or the second world, I guess you could say. Uh, it, it doesn't get terrible. The good thing is, so as you beat each stage, you can unlock a uh, a, a new type of troop, and then you can go back to a prior stage uh-huh. and use those troops that you unlocked in other ones in order to get a perfect on the, uh, the arena, which you, because if you get a perfect, you also unlock a special ability. Oh, um, interesting. So there, it's got some, it's got some good replay factor in it as well, but I didn't, I never found it um, frustrating. I mean, yes, I did find it frustrating, but not to the point where it was like unfair. Yeah. It was like, all right, I didn't place these people here. or Oh, I didn't look at the mini map before the round and see which direction they were coming from. So I need to be smarter about where I'm placing my troops. I see. So, is yeah. there, you mentioned there's, you can unlock troops and you mentioned there's RPG stuff going on. Is there progression yeah. so you can make things easier on yourself? Yeah. So you can, you can level up your character. Uh, ah, is that, is that inside a match or is that across matches? That's across matches, but, gotcha. you, can, but you can level up your troops in between each wave. Yeah. Actually, and during the wave, you and can also the wave, place yeah. troops during the waves. But that takes up that takes up time. Like it yeah. takes a couple seconds for them to like for them to spawn. Um, so it's about that time management as well. But no, you can level up the troops. You can level up yourself. Um, get different different abilities, and things like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we should play it online sometime, Mike. See how that we how that should. Plays. Yeah, we meant to. We just didn't to. We didn't get yeah. to. So cool. All right. Uh, well, with that, then let's go on to uh, games that we're currently playing. So, Blue, why don't you start us off? What games are you currently playing? So, <clears throat> I of course have a thousand things that I'm supposed to be reviewing, but <laughs> everybody has been talking about Sekiro for the last week or so, and you got it. No. Oh. No. But what I decided was 
that I really wanted to try a FromSoft game. Oh. And I've had Bloodborne sitting on my PlayStation for a couple months now. So I fired up Bloodborne for the first time. Yeah? And it is, I, I really like it, but Ooh, it's also no. really frustrating at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, definitely because uh, Roger was telling his the story of his experience playing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to uh, do a quick refresher of it for everybody who doesn't know? My, my experience? Yeah. So my experience was uh, I run around. And I don't have a weapon. And I ran into this boss and I just ran past them. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just have my fist. And I don't know. Like, I I guess I survived a long time with just using my fist. I've never found a weapon. I don't even know what I'm doing in that game. So that's my experience. <laughs> so with that in my mind, when I started playing, <laughs> um, everybody knows who's already played through the game that you, you wake up in the clinic and you yeah. go downstairs, and there's that werewolfy thing there. Yeah, I run past you're, him. You're meant to die to him. What? No, that doesn't make sense. I yes. ran past him. I no, ran past you're him. meant to die to him, and then you go in spirit or something, I guess, to this place called the Hunter's Dream. Okay. And well, there, these little that. entities gift you with weapons. <laughs> and then you go back to the clinic, and you beat the werewolf thing with your weapon. Oh, well, I was fighting with my fist, so... Yeah, so I had Roger's story in the back of my mind, so I come downstairs from the clinic, and I see this thing, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm making the same mistake Roger did. Where's the weapon? And so I poured over every single inch of that clinic looking for the weapon. Oh, no. I couldn't find it, and I was like, well, crap, let's just go see how tough this thing is, and... So eventually I did just go face it and die. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So so does that mean that I'm a really good player? Because I didn't die with that thing. And I made it past that thing. But you never got to the blue lantern? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, so in theory, <laughs> if you were able to defeat the werewolf with your fists, and then uh -huh. you go outside, and there's, yeah. I think, three guys that you have to also defeat with your fists. I ran. I ran, yeah. Okay, well, eventually, you should come up to a gate that tells you you've gotten to Central Yarnum, and okay. right in front of that is a lantern, and you light it, and it can take you to the Hunter's Dream. Oh, no, I haven't done that. I just was, like, running around and, like, jumping on, like, I don't know, like, there's these, like fire escapes or something and i was climbing around like i don't know there's like some i was running around the buildings and then things were just like killing me it was bad it was i don't know what i was doing well if things were killing you you should have gone to the hunter's dream i don't yeah. think so i well because i just quit like and i rage quit and then started over so i didn't know i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> one way or another you will get to hunter's dream so I just had to play through my death then, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I made it past that werewolf thing. Like, I'm just running and slapping it with my hands. <laughs> and, then, and then it's just, then yeah, these guys are chasing after me. It was weird. I was just like, I don't like this game. This game sucks. I have to play, I have to play it again. Yes, you do. Which weapon did you pick, Blue? I picked the, um, oh, what's it called? The blade saw or whatever, the, the top one. Yeah, the like cool the looking one. one. Yeah, I like it because you can put it in, in its extended trick state, and it's still a one hand weapon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, as opposed to the axe. Yeah, which goes two hand. Yeah, which goes two hand. So I just leave it in its extended state. I don't see any reason to put it back and make it shorter. Yeah, yeah. 
That game's setting is really cool. The weird macabre, look, Lovecraftian, gross-looking yes. stuff. It's so awesome. It's uh, it's yeah, it's definitely walking through an HP Lovecraft story. Yeah. Only, yeah, only more grounded. You know. Yeah. Reading HP Lovecraft, sometimes you're like, okay, this is a little, <laughs> little out there, but no, this one, it, the game feels very real, and it's the the art all the settings of the city and everything is so dirty and disgusting and gloomy and there's so much to look at like you know when you get dropped into a game for the first time and you're not really sure what's important and what's not Mm -hmm. so i've i've like exploring like every section looking for because i don't want to miss something important but i don't know what i'm looking for you know that kind of thing yeah and then it's difficult with this game because there's so much to look at. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know what's important. It's a little bit overwhelming, but it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's typical from from soft level design where you don't know what you're doing. And it's like the levels aren't designed like typical video game levels where usually it's clear where you're supposed to end up going. Mm-hmm. Where in from, in from software games, you'll just go down a hallway because you're exploring and then you'll end up in a like late game area and then you'll die. Yeah, and then apparently you're supposed to die. Mm-hmm. Only like the that once, is, Roger. Yeah, that's like a- absolutely everything that taught me in my life not to do is to die. You have and to think outside the box. I guess. <laughs> I was. I was dodging that guy. I was dodging the werewolf thing. And slapping. And slapping him. See, your <laughs> mistake face. was in rage quitting. Yeah, that's well, that's did. true. That's true. Because, like, I didn't know. I would hit pause. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to start this over because apparently I'm not supposed to die. I didn't know. Yeah, if you go up the long ladder, which is probably <laughs> yes. what I think you were saying when, yes. when you rage yes. quit. Yes. Uh, up there, there's a gate. On the other side of the gate is the lantern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were so oh, close. <laughs> I was so close then. I was so close. You guys, that means that must mean I'm a really good gamer if I'm able to make it that far. <laughs> Without any weapons. <laughs> That's the takeaway that I'm uh, getting with this. There yeah. you go. <laughs> but playing this game makes me feel like, uh, you know that Tom Cruise movie, is it Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Where he just lives the same day over and over until he <laughs> yeah. knows it backwards and forwards. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I feel like this game is because, you know, at least in where I am right now, I've gotten as far as like the rats in Central yep. Yarnum. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm stuck right now. But you have to play it over like a hundred times. And each time you learn, okay, well, there's the guy behind this wall. There's the guy behind down here at the bottom of the steps. And then you let that guy pass. And then you throw the pebble at the end one. And then you retrace and you go back up there. And so it's like just memorizing the placement yep. of everybody and what actions will get you killed and what actions will, you know, let you keep going. Yeah, so, so it sounds like I should. That's probably a good thing. I just rage quit and quit that game altogether. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, like an old school video game, Roger. You got to bang your head against it and yeah. learn. You got to keep trying over and over until you know where every enemy is, what they're going to do, that's and why, how you can overcome them. That's why yep. I don't play those games anymore. There are so. no wasted deaths. Everything is a lesson. <laughs> It's like a really bloody cuphead. How's that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so you're liking it, Blue? Do you like this game? I am liking it. It's it's a it's a love hate right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna pick up Sekiro now? Uh, well, uh, 
I don't know, maybe. Well, I mean, I've got, I'm not going to jump headfirst in the Soulsborne genre necessarily because I can't even get to the first boss yet in Bloodborne, but <laughs> yeah, I might throw it on the end of the backlog at some point. Nice. Uh, are you playing anything else? Uh, anything no, else? I was too busy dying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Christian? What have you been playing besides uh, Yoshi's Crafted World? Well, Yoshi was most of my time, unfortunately, but I've been playing around with uh, Baba Is You. Oh, Baba Is You! Because I've been hearing, I've heard great things about it when it was when when it first came out. Have have either of you guys heard of it? I know Roger has. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I heard it's a really like it's a such a very interesting take on the puzzle genre. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of it, but if it's a oh. puzzle game, I'm interested. Yeah, Blue, yeah. I think you'd like this game a lot, actually. Yeah, it's an indie puzzle game, and it's it's got an interesting gimmick. Because you got a puzzle game, you got to have a good gimmick. And Bob is You has a pretty darn good one, one that I haven't seen before. And it's pretty, it's hard to wrap your head around. It's very hard to explain in words. I would highly recommend going out and seeing a video because, like, the first level of Baba's You just, like, explains it so succinctly with the visuals on screen, you understand. But you control this little white Baba, and it's like a grid-based thing, so you shuffle along the grid. You know, that's typical. We've had puzzle games like that before. You push blocks out of your way so that you can get to the winning point, which is usually a flag. That's all usual, but... The interesting thing is is that you're able to manipulate the game's rules. So some of these blocks will be rules of the game. So there'll be blocks that say Baba is you. You'll have the verb, you'll have you, and you'll have Baba. And if you move any of those out of the way, it'll be game over because you don't control anything anymore, and so you can't win, and so it's over. So... What you do is, like, you manipulate what's win, so usually the flag is win, and you can, like, push things around so that the wall is win, and then you go into the wall and you win. Very interesting. I really like how some of those levels open themselves up to, like, limitless possibilities for winning, because you can push these blocks and move around these rules in ways that I'm sure not even the developers thought of. But there's also levels where it seems like there's a very specific solution, and those ones feel less fun because I just sit there staring at it for two hours, banging my head against it. Uh, maybe I haven't figured it out quite yet. Like there's, there's this weird logic to it where you kind of have to figure out how you can move these rule blocks together. And basically, most most of it is moving the rule blocks into a spot where basically winning is trivial, and then you just win. But it, it puts you in this weird headspace that I haven't really experienced in a game before and so it makes it a great puzzle game a lot of fun yeah it looks cool i mean i haven't played it yet but yeah christian you and i talked at length about that game it looks really cool so are you playing is. that on pc or are you playing yep on switch? i'm playing it on pc okay. but it is on switch yeah be a great switch game yeah so it's kickle cubicle where you bend reality kickle cubicle you've never played kickle cubicle no i haven't this i haven't heard of this game I've what really yeah, Mike, no. help me. Kickle, was it Kickle Cubicle? I, I, Kickle Cubicle. Kickle Cubicle. No. Okay. No. Okay. Oh, is that <laughs> I'm NES disappointed game? in all three of you. But no, 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 no. no. I've heard the name. <laughs> it was an NES. Yeah, it was an NES game. Yes, uh, it was an NES game, yeah. and 
It was a puzzle game, and you had to move ice blocks out of your uh, way. Oh, yeah, I know yes. that game. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I played that game before. You nailed it, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's not a Gamerheads podcast if we don't disappoint you, Blue. So <laughs> <laughs> That simile took a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's it for me. Just Papa is you. Nice. Uh, what about you, Mike? Well, strap yourselves in because this is going to be a long segment. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> Hold on, let me get a let me get a beverage. Yeah, just kidding. Go ahead. I was uh, I went on vacation last week. I, I went out to uh, to the Grand Canyon, uh, but we decided to uh, make it a, a train vacation. So we spent a day and a day and a half on an Amtrak train on the way there, and a day and a half on the way back. And um, there was nothing else to do, so of course I brought my Switch. So. Uh, played a lot of games on that, but before I get into that, nothing wanted... else to do. There's like all the scenery. <laughs> That's what I want to do on my vacation. Well, well, the scenery also was awesome on the way there, but on the way back, I was like, eh, I saw that on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I got, I got, I saw some awesome like mountains and stuff. On, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, how how the how America's landscape changes from Chicago all the way out to Arizona is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, before I get into that, I uh, I wanted I can very very proudly say that I finally finally beat Red Dead Redemption Two. You did it, Mike. You did? I did it on the I train. No, not on the train. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be impressive. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I was. Uh, every time it was it was kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Every single time I thought that I'm like, okay, this. Oh is yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of fake outs. No, no, that's not the ending. <laughs> this must be no, that's not this either. So um, that game was incredible. I know I earlier on, like when it came out, I was talking about how frustrated I was with it. And, there, mm-hmm. and I, by no means do I think it's a perfect game. Um, I think some of the some of the review scores are um, a little inflated, but um, the story and the acting and all that is, is absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, it, it, it was an incredible experience. So does that mean you went through the epilogue too, Mike? Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, and I'm not going to get into any details because there's yeah. obviously spoilers. But there's there's one mission, and I, I think I could drop hints and that might give you. There's one mission that I really enjoyed, like one of my favorite missions in the entire game, and there was no fighting mm-hmm. or any or going to another place. It was just like it, it was. Um, it, let me. It was a montage. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's all yeah. I'll say. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. So that that was incredible. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff in the epilogue. As soon as the epilogue starts, it's like nice. Like yeah. it's 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 kind of expected, but they 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 did something. They did something that's that's pretty interesting. I'd, I'd recommend getting there, Roger. There's some interesting stuff going on in that epilogue. Okay, mm-hmm. I yeah, okay, sure. And then, <laughs> and then I, after, I do have to beat that game. Yeah, yeah, and then after you beat it, what what gets unlocked? Um, is really is amazing to me in terms of future DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so I played that, and then so now, so now that I beat Red Dead, uh, I jumped into Spider Man. So I just started playing that yesterday. Good and, uh, game. Yeah, an actual video game. And actually, yep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I, and I'm enjoying that. That's I only played put about a couple hours into it, and I streamed it, but uh, but that was a lot of fun. So I played that. And then on the Switch, another thing I'm very proud of myself for, I got through Chapter 1 on Everybody in Octopath Traveler. Nice, nice. Mike. You got a favorite? Uh, you know what? It's Man, it's getting tougher, but I'm really... Okay, so I'm with Roger's advice, I'm really enjoying Cyrus's. Uh, yeah. His, uh, all of his magic. 
Yeah, and see? I'm also enjoying Hannett's, um yes. po- Pokemon aspect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I see what you're saying. Yeah, capture oh, your yeah, enemies yeah, yeah. and yeah. use them in a future battle. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Um, one, of, one of the things that kind of disappointed me about it is that a lot of the characters, their special abilities are the exact same. Oh, yeah. Like Primrose's and Ophelia's um, special ability is exactly the same, but they're just called different things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Same with same with Hannet and um, uh, what's that guy's name? I forget. The, 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 the warrior. Uh, yeah. Name. But, uh, warrior man i know what you're saying yeah. mike yeah but i think uh, they, they kind of have to do that so that way when you have your you know team of four right yeah that no i agree i agree that's but i i thought it was going to be different i was a little disappointed yeah. to see that. but it's not yeah. game breaking or anything yeah uh yeah. i also but i didn't like hannett's uh story because they were they were using old english too much everything oh yeah, ended, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was so annoying everything ended in ith and eth and thoth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Is like, Hannah is she the merchant one? She's the merchant one, right? No, Tress she, is the merchant. Tress is uh, Hunter. Hannah Hunter, Street. I gotcha. Yeah. Tress, her story I really liked. It doesn't I liked it a lot because it doesn't bog itself down in trying to like fulfill on or like deliver on a like hefty story arc the way that Primroses did. It's just happy go lucky. We've got a merchant. She's just doing her merchant thing. It and <laughs> yeah. you, Yep. You see a bunch of fun stuff along the way, so she, hers was probably my favorite. Yeah, I, and so I, I'm so now what I'm doing now is I'm in that era, that area between chapters where I have to grind and level everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the same place now. So you got this, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, so I played that, and I also downloaded. I played Metagal on the Switch. Oh, yeah. oh I haven't heard of this. It's a and I keep butchering this, this name. Ratalica, Ratalica games. They make budget-friendly, um, pixel two D games. Mm-hmm. Or they that they publish them, and this one is basically it's a Mega Man clone with all female characters. Oh, interesting. Essentially, that's that's it from a yeah. That that's basically what it is. Uh, it's it's an enjoyable game. They got they've got the um. The physics and the and the and the, uh, the the timing down pat, nice. so you don't have to worry about there's it's not floaty or or not or it's not unresponsive or anything like that. So it's a it's it's definitely a tight game. Um, it it's only three ninety nine. At least I got it for three ninety nine because of that uh, that opening week discount that a lot of Switch games have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but it's definitely worth like five bucks. It's um it, it's a fun game, especially if you like like if you like Mega Man games. Uh, it does, which, it, which flavor of Mega Man are we talking about, Mike? Are we talking one through six or X? It kind of feels it kind of feels like X. Oh, okay, wow. interesting. But actually, kind of maybe in between both because there's no like wall climbing or or you know any of that stuff. But it's um, I would say kind of kind of in between regular and X. Hmm. Um, a little little bit faster paced. Okay. Um, but they have a lot of the same things that you would find the disappearing platforms, the bosses that have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're left to your own devices to figure out how to beat some of these bosses or, to, or not some of these bosses, even some of the enemies, uh, they have mid-level bosses. So it's a lot of good stuff. And for the price, I mean, there's, you could do a lot worse than that. So, yeah. Yeah. I also played and I beat Celeste. <gasps> you, you did beat... it, Mike. Yes. Wow. Nice. Uh... 
not a hundred percent. I think I only got oh, about well, thirty mind. strawberries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, not as excited. <laughs> and there ain't no way I'm going back to try to get more. <laughs> Have you toyed I, around I know, with? Yeah. Did you toy around with the accessibility options at all, Mike? No. No. I just I played it. You straight. should. They're fantastic. Really oh, good. Really? Yeah, they yeah. let you do things like have unlimited double jumps and stuff like that yeah. if you just want to screw around. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or if you want to play the game that way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is a discussion for another time, but <laughs> personally, I would feel so defeated if it came to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? That that's how you play the game? That if if I just couldn't do it and I had to give myself those kinds of things. Oh. Well, but, like I said, that's just <laughs> that's how I played the game. <laughs> I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> okay, I'll shut did, up then. Did you play it on Switch, Mike? It yeah. doesn't matter how you play games. <laughs> I know, I know it does. That's why I said personally. I said personally. <laughs> that defines uh, a real gamer. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah, I did say I, that. I did say that. I, I'll also admit I'm not a real gamer. So anyway, <laughs> keep going. Uh, but yes, I did. I played it on the Switch, and I actually swapped a lot between the analog and the uh, the the D button pad. Yes, depending on what predicament I was in. Mm-hmm. That's my my main issue with Celeste, or like the only issue I had with Celeste is that it's difficult, and there's omnidirectional movement, so you can move in any of eight directions. And if you don't move in the right direction in certain sequences, you die. You could yeah. have to move in the right one. And if your control stick registers a diagonal input as an up or a right, you're dead. Sorry. Yep. I had that issue plenty of times. Yeah. Did you find the directional buttons or the analog stick better as far as accuracy was concerned? Uh, well, the, the, the buttons I found to be more accurate, but I had to think more. Uh, I see. Yeah. I, like with analog, I could go just based on reaction. Mm-hmm. And but I had to make sure that I was like because I had to turn I have to turn my thumbs like almost on a diagonal myself to do up upright yeah on yeah. the uh, on the buttons so I don't mm. know I I, I should have brought because I have the Hori uh, D pad controller and Ooh. I didn't bring it with me though so I probably mm. should have tested it out with that you know but that's what I I mean so this is what I really like about Celeste and we kind of talked about this last last week or the week before about, you know, accessibility of games, right? And that's what I liked about it, because there's a really good story in Celeste, and I feel like, you know, and obviously it's really, really challenging too, um, but if you didn't have, you know, because I, I mean, I'll admit, I'm not good at these, I'm good at RPGs, I'm not good at platformer games, because I just, I'm just, I'm not. But because of the fact that they do have more accessibility, and, and allows for, you know, the things, uh, you know, like the double jumps and other things, that it allows me to enjoy the game too, or you know, people are not as skilled as as like Christian or Mike are in the game. But I mean, that's what I love about. Celeste. Oh, I wouldn't go that far and say I'm skilled, Christian. Christian, maybe, but I don't know if I'd. I just I got lucky. I got lucky a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I didn't mean it like there's a right or wrong. I just thought it was no, an interesting discussion of how how do you personally approach the game? Yeah. No. 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 I know. I know. I didn't. I didn't. Now, I would. I didn't mean to uh, have uh, like a side conversation after what your comment was. No, I'm just saying that's what I love about Celeste because I do think like, and maybe this is a hot topic in the future, but I do think that that's a game where people, like you know, can beat it at a really high level. But I think it also allows people to access the game too uh, that that want to enjoy the story behind the game. So uh, I love Celeste. 
It was funny. A little side story. I was, uh, when my brother-in-law came to visit one time and he played Cuphead. And so we were talking Cuphead and it was a subject he liked. And then like at the end of the couple days that they came to visit, he was like, hey, you're playing Cuphead and Easy, right? Aren't you? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's great. And he's like, oh, and kind of walked away. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I usually try to keep it at the default level when I first start playing, or default settings, I should say. And then and then, if I find it's too challenging and I just want to be able to, you know, enjoy enjoy the story, depending on what kind of game it is. If it's just like story-based game, then I want to know more about it and then I'll put on easy. But if it's something like it's supposed to be challenging, then then I'll just say I'll rage quit and not play it again. Like, let's Bloodborne! <laughs> <laughs> That's well. That's funny because that's what I did with Spider Man. Is I played it on the second easiest oh, setting because yeah. I just wanted to enjoy the story. Yeah, as supposed to be focused on the gameplay. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. I mean, I do think though, like, because I agree with you on that one. I do feel like, like, after a while though, you get really accustomed to the 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 combat in Spider Man. That having on easy does make it really really easy. I mean, it's cool because Spider Man really kicks a lot of butt, and it's like, whoa, Spider Man's awesome. Mm-hmm. But then it's not very challenging anymore yeah but so, uh cool anything else then, yes and then on the last oh probably God, <laughs> three hours of the train ride i decided to start playing hollow knight oh yeah, yeah. and that's uh man that game is i love the animation in it i, yeah, I am such pretty. a sucker for smooth like 2d mm-hmm. animation that's why i love cuphead so much but i've been I, i'm really enjoying hollow knight i'm not very far I just uh, I th- I just uh, completed um, what's that Greenleaf is that the name of the the area and um, I just met um, and I and I think is her name Willow is that the I forgot Hornet her name. Hornet thank you yeah yeah I just met her and fought her and uh, I just unlocked the uh, the dashing ability so Ooh, yeah. yeah that's good yeah. that feels good yes it does so uh, I'm going through that it's it's I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with that. I love the color palette. Um, it's it's just just I love the music, the the ambiance. I love the little uh, I the pseudo voices in the game. Yes, you know, isn't the yeah. language yeah, so cute. cool? Yeah, that's so like the one thing I loved was uh, and I just sat and just listened was the one uh, beetle guy that's mining. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and that that yeah. song that he's humming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great. Like, and I'm like. But this sounds and and then I started to to catch on. I'm like, this almost sounds a, like it has a little bit of Luigi's Mansion in it. Oh, really? Go back and listen to it. It kind of sounds a little bit like that. But I, I, so I'm enjoying that. So that, that's what I'm working on right now. Yes. Uh, so I think that's one of the subtle reasons that Hollow Knight is so good, because I feel like as I'm I'm going back and playing more games from the Wii and the Wii U area era, and I feel like there was this rash of games where they didn't use voices, but they wanted some sound. So they just do that blabber noise. Yeah. And it makes me insane. I hate it with a passion. I hate it so much. Like Animal Crossing? I've never played Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. But like Okami. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh. That, that, that stupid little bug won't shut up. Yeah. But he just makes that. And it's just, it goes on forever. And yeah. I hate it. It's like I would rather just have it silent and read his dialogue, but or have a voice, one or the mm-hmm. other. But it's like it's nothing. It's just noise. And so with Hollow Knight, they could have done that. 
but they yeah. didn't. If you listen to the dialogue, I think it's a real language that they took the time to create. It's not huh. just random noises. Yeah. It has structure and, you know, it repeats itself. And uh, so I just think it's so great that they took yeah. the time to do that when they could have cheapened it with blabber noises. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. It's not just it adds personality to the characters. Like even that uh, the stag that takes you uh, from different uh-huh. station to station, like even his like that gruff that uh, yeah. his voice is like, yeah, it's 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 really cool. It really adds to to each the depth of each character. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then uh, finally, just a follow-up, not a game that I played, but Roger, Shadowrun was the game I was thinking of. Oh, oh Shadowrun, yeah, 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 yeah. So Roger helped me out uh, since I was in uh, I was in Arizona. We couldn't uh, do a full recording of the Controller Thrower show. Roger stepped in and helped me out uh, in co-host, and we talked about cross-play compatible games. And I said there was one game on the 360 when it first uh, came out that was cross-play with the PC, and but I couldn't remember the name. It was Shadowrun, came out in 2007. Yeah, I feel like I have that game. I've never oh. played it, but I have it. So now we can close the book on that chapter. There you go. There we go. Mystery solved. Nice. Uh, all right, so games from myself. I've been playing some more Neo Atlas 1469, uh, exploring more of the world there. So that's I'm enjoying that game. It reminds me of like Civilization uh, in a way. So I like that a lot. And uh, And the other game I just picked up, Oh, guys, I have a problem. I have been buying a lot of games, actually. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I know. I bought Blaster Master 2, Ooh. but I haven't really played much of that. Uh, I bought uh, another game, but I don't even remember what it was. But I was just like, oh, that <laughs> oh, game. I, gotta, I know. This is so bad. I'm like, oh, no, oh that game looks so good. But they did buy yesterday. I bought Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. I think that's pronounced it. Ishikawa? That did look interesting. It's like a beat-em-up um <laughs> Yeah, it's like a. I, I've seen uh, screenshots of that because it said beat yeah. em up in, in the yeah. description. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's why I, th- I was thinking, Mike, that you'd like this game because it reminds me of um, uh, River City uh, mm-hmm. Ransom, not Rampage. Okay. River City Ransom, uh, and and you run around and you you're 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 a high schooler that uh, is in a gang and you just go around and beat up other gangs, but then you could like do things like actually go to classes it's it's like like yeah. a like, yeah yeah well, why would you want to do that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but you can or you can get a job you can work at a job you can do what? different things yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <can do> these. <laughs> or you can just let's beat take up a fighting members. game and make it boring <laughs> <laughs> well kids you can go to work <laughs> my favorite thing that <laughs> So I haven't played much of the game. I'm not that far because I just picked it up. But one of my favorite things to do is to light a cigarette and just walk. And you can do this, um, like, I forget what it's called. But it's like this cocky walk where you have your hands in your pocket and you're just doing this cocky walk with your cigarette in your mouth. And then you come up to a gang and then I flick my cigarette out. I'm like, let's go. And then I beat them up. It's awesome. You like Razor Ramon with a toothpick? Yeah, kind of. Kind <laughs> of. Uh, so... Uh, I mean, I don't know who that is. What? Who's Razor Ramon? Yeah, know. nice try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that game came out on the Switch. I think it's on PC too, but that just came out this week. Um, so I picked that up because it just looks so interesting, and it's and it and it's it's touted as a open world uh, fighting game. So I was like, well, let's, it's it's made by Circle, so or I should say it's it's published by Circle, so. I had to check that game out. So, 
yeah, those are the games that I've been playing. So that's yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing, really. You I did do download um, WWE 2K19 though because it was twenty dollars. So I've not played it yet. Nice. We should do a segment of just games that we got that we haven't played yet. Yeah. No, oh my god. Oh, that would be Blue... the longest part of the show. Yeah. 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 Blue, my copy of Deadly Creatures came in. <gasps> oh, I can't nice. wait. When's the stream? Um, uh, I'll figure it out between that Spider-Man <laughs> and the Perler stream. Uh, I'll fi- I'll figure something out. I'll figure. I feel it. like worry. this is more important than any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am hyping this way too much. That con- the, the the chat in that stream is just going to be filled with expletives. <laughs> <laughs> what did you sell us on? This yeah. is horrible. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. So let's take a break here, and we come back. Then we're going to get into our hot topic. And we're going to talk about the first quarter of 2019, and we'll talk about our biggest games, biggest surprises, biggest disappointments, and wizard winners and wizards and, lo- and losers, winners and losers of 20 of the first quarter of 2019. And welcome back to uh, Gamerheads. So this week we are talking about quarter number one and of uh, 2019 and who we thought were the uh, biggest games biggest surprises biggest losers this is biggest wizards of 2019 <laughs> so far um so i guess let's just start with the uh like the games the biggest the biggest games that we thought came out so far like what was what were some of the games that you were just like wow this is awesome i'm glad this game came out and it lived up to its hype well I haven't played it, but I'm going to. Uh, but uh, Resident Evil 2, definitely oh, the, yeah. one of the big ones that came out so far this year. I know I've been watching streams of it, and, it's so, and I played the demo, which was incredible. Um, so it definitely felt like a good, uh, the, the next evolutionary step in the Resident Evil 4 formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Capcom is killing it, Mike. You took the words out of my mouth. They Resident really Evil 2, are. Devil May Cry 5. An insane one-two punch coming out of 2019 swinging, but they don't really have much other than just like HD remasters for the rest of the year. But Devil May Cry 5 and Resident Evil 2, both fantastic. And do you think they'll be remembered at the end of the year when it comes to... I certainly will. Yeah, (laughs) I've made it four months this far. I can remember Resident Evil 2, and I will. Okay. That's why, this is the reason why I made the list of my 2019 played games, because I'm not going to forget. Okay. Okay. What about you, Blue? What is the biggest game that's lived up to its hype so far, do you think, in 2019? Kingdom Hearts 3! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And we waited a long time for it. And I wasn't disappointed. And it was awesome. Also, um, side note, Evil Land 2 was ported to consoles this year. (sighs) That game's freaking awesome. That game is not awesome. enough people are talking about it. Yes. The game is oh yeah, that was the other game I was playing. Sorry, forgot to mention. I've been playing Jeez. Evil Land 2. <laughs> yeah, I love that game. That game's good. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Uh for myself, I think the biggest the biggest game that's lived up to its hype for me well, that's hard because I mean I didn't play any like really big hype games. I think one game this is that would follow my disappointment than I was excited for was Anthem, but we'll we'll get into that. Um, I don't know why I was excited for Anthem, but I was. But uh, 
but I, I yeah, I think I think for myself, I think like Evil Land Two is a is a yeah, I love that game. That game's really really good. Uh, that game was a was a sleeper for me, so that was good. That wasn't a big name, but maybe we should be playing that game. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm I I guess I was I was uh, a critic of uh, Resident Evil Two, and I guess I can. Uh, eat my words because that game does look really good so mm-hmm. what about the biggest disappointments then of 2019 so far hmm. mine here i'll go to mine the biggest disappointment also would kind of be along with the biggest surprises just how many people are dropping out of e3 like how like oh, yeah. big changes to e3 this year uh you know sony's not doing a presentation um who else uh, there was somebody else that backed out. I think it was EA. I think EA isn't is doing their own thing. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so just, and I don't know what this means for the future of E3, but um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what that, what that's going to be. But yeah, that to me was the biggest, all that and uh, Anthem from what I've heard. Yeah. What about what about you, Blue? What were the biggest disappointments or biggest surprises, or both? Hmm. Uh, well, the biggest disappointment turned into the biggest surprise. Mm. So when Hollow Knight's physical copy was canceled, and then they turned around and came out with a killer collector's edition. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't I wasn't expecting to be you know heartbroken and then elated. In the span of like two months. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. And um, I think that it, they're they're out in May, but I think they have sold so many that when I bought mine, they said they had this big warning that said will not ship till July. Whoa! Oh, wow. And I was like, oh dang, I need it to be a lot faster. <laughs> wow. So, but you know what? That's okay. I can wait till July. It'll be Christmas in July, Blue. I yeah. know. That's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my then, of course, my other biggest surprise would be that we're getting a sequel to Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Heck yes! Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what about you, Christian? Um, That's hard. I wasn't really significantly disappointed by any 2019 releases I played thus far, but uh, I would if I went the mic route, I would pick... Uh, Steam as a platform being a pretty big disappointment in 2019. They've been seeing their kind of business practices of accepting any anyone that has a video game in backfire on them with some bad video games that don't look good because Steam is making money off of them. Not good. And in addition to that, Epic is kind of stealing their lunch big time when it comes to the exclusives. Steam is seeing like Metro leave they're no longer with Steam, and uh, Borderlands 3 is going to be on the Epic Store, and tons of indie games are just flooding to the Epic Storefront because it's not it's not as cluttered as Steam is, and Epic takes a significantly uh, smaller revenue cut when compared to Steam. Yeah, I was going to say, that whole Steam came out with their whole, um, uh, I guess, how they're breaking down how much money creators are going to get, and really, it's really... It's really um, geared towards like bigger names than the indie yeah. market. So yeah. Do you uh, think Steam just got a little too comfortable yeah. 
at the top of the food chain, mm-hmm. and now they don't know. They're slow to react. Yeah, yeah. They, they never totally. had like they never had console wars like <laughs> like you know Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox had right. So like, this is almost their version of a console war that they actually have other services now that are uh, providing services and providing platforms and I don't know. We'll see that. And I mean, I don't know. If Google's really. I mean, yeah, I guess Google's competing with them. So I guess we'll see what happens. And then who was the other? Wasn't there one other group that? Oh, Discord. Wasn't it Discord that said they're coming out with a, a platform too? I think so. Yeah, they've had a store for a okay. little while now. Okay. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, for me, I think the biggest disappointment was Anthem. Uh, like I said, I, I don't know why I was excited about this game, but I remember talking at the end of last year saying, oh, Anthem, excited. That looks really cool. And then I think I like this idea of like flying around in like a Iron Man suit or something like that. And then... It was like this is not good. It's not good. And no. well, to uh, be fair, the 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 few screenshots that they did show did look good. Yeah, it's a good looking game. But <laughs> yeah, you, it doesn't change either. It's only that jungle. Yeah, it didn't ex they didn't ex- execute. And I get it. I mean, I think a lot of people would argue that like when um destiny first came out that people were like oh that game you know had a rough start too but now look at it it has a really good following but i feel like when destiny came out there wasn't a whole lot of games like that at the time except for like a halos and stuff like that but uh outside of xbox it really wasn't games like that and now we have plenty of similar games mm-hmm. and if you don't hit the ground running like you're not gonna get the fans to come over there so uh, and then the fact that I think the other biggest surprise for me was um, Apex Legends that came out seemed seemed to come out of nowhere until we start learning about like well the fact that Ninjago was paid a million dollars to play it for a day and it's like oh okay like there is some changes to marketing here so that was a big surprise for me <laughs> yeah like that didn't just come out of nowhere <laughs> uh, what do you who do you I guess what do you think um, were the biggest winners and losers of of uh, of twenty nineteen so far? So far, <laughs> you could hear Christian with bated breath over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a couple in the chamber. All right, Capcom kicking butt. Heck yeah, we've got From Software coming out with Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I was not, I wasn't very up on Sekiro because. Okay, we got Neo. Neo is great. I've played it for like five or six hours, not very much. Played a couple missions in Neo. It's Samurai Dark Souls. That's what it is. They, you know, everyone's like, this would be great. What about Samurais? People say that with Assassin's Creed. People say that with everything. And we got that. We got our wishes fulfilled in the form of Neo. And then From Software announces that their next game is going to be in Sengoku, Japan, which is the same time period and setting as Neo. And I was disappointed. I was like, come on. This, this already exists. You guys don't need to make this. And then they come out and make a thing that isn't just Dark Souls. And I loved it because of that fact. And I feel like From Software, they can almost do no wrong when it comes to establishing successful new IPs. Hmm. Mm, that's a big statement. See, now I want to play it. This is what I'm saying. I want to play you it now. You don't, Roger. Play Bloodborne <laughs> first. <laughs> I don't play it. <laughs> Prove you cannot rage quit Bloodborne first. All right, all right. I'll play Bloodborne Bloodborne first. All right, all right. But they're totally different games. Like, one's about samurai. Are they totally different games, Christian? 
No. Okay. Damn it. They share a lot of DNA. Okay. All right, all right. I'll play Bloodborne first. All right, all right. Uh, what about you, Blue? What are the biggest losers and winners of 2019 so far? I don't know. It's really hard to argue with the fact that Capcom has had a heck of a first quarter. Um, and it's really hard to, from the outside looking in, say that Anthem didn't really, really screw up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think there's been any, like I already said, my, my biggest surprises of Hollow Knight and um, so if you want to know who the winner of the year is, I feel like it's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Also, uh, also, also, yeah. Moonlighter DLC. Oh, oh was, really? Right, right, right. When's that coming? It's already out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I, tr- I started a new game, and it, you get to keep your money <gasps> and your armor. What? Ooh, new game plus type yes, deal. Yes, exactly. And so then, at the end of each dungeon floor, now you have to beat a little mini boss to get to the next oh, floor. That's and awesome. Then, oh, that's awesome. At the uh, the forge, there's all these new weapons and armor that you can get as well. Wow, that's really awesome. That's Man, weird. That I- game's really good. I just started dipping my toe into Moonlighter. I put like a couple hours into it over the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. and I thought all this stuff was just normal. I thought every floor always always had a boss, and I thought the armory nope. always had all this stuff. Well, it had stuff oh. before, and now it has more stuff. Oh. Is this a free DLC, Blue? Yep. Oh, nice. That's maybe, awesome. Maybe you got the DLC, Christian. I guess so. I mean, well, he, yeah, every yeah, floor has been having the, a boss. Got the, the newest version, but... Yeah. Um, I guess if, if I had one tiny criticism, and I don't even know that this is necessarily Moonlighter's fault, but I don't know if you remember when I said that I had so much money, like it was ridiculous when <laughs> yeah. I finished my last game. And yeah. so now this game, it resets everything to zero, but I had so much money, I could just buy it all again anyway, right away. <laughs> oh, nice. So like I just like, okay, well, there's my store upgraded all right now. <laughs> and, and so... <laughs> I think that part of the challenge would have been nice to reset. Yeah. Yeah. Start over from zero dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. Mike, did we hear your biggest loser, winners and losers yet? Uh, actually, I'll, I'll make this quick. Biggest winner, um, I want to say Nintendo with Tetris 99. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, do- good choice. And uh, biggest loser, this one is going to go with, it's going to be uh, half winner and half losers, but... Uh, I think with the whole Activision Bungie deal, Bungie and gamers came out as winners and Activision came out as losers. Oh. Uh, I'm just hoping that Destiny 3 is uh, a lot more meaty than Destiny 2 was. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, for myself, I think the biggest loser of 2019 so far has been EA. I mean, not only did they really botch up with Anthem, but then they had to let a lot of people go because of, you know, the. Ch- shifting of their strategy and uh i mean it just doesn't look very good on you when 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 a game botches like that and then you have to shift gears as well like just i don't know anytime that a company has to let go of people they're making a crap ton of money typically it's not like you know it's not doesn't look favorable upon you i i don't look favorably upon upon companies that make a crap ton of money and then they're like oh we have to cut like 75 percent of our staff i know that wasn't that much but i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. uh, 
But it's crazy. I think that's crazy. So I think that they're the biggest losers so far. I, I would agree with Mike. I think the biggest winner so far this this um, quarter so far has been Nintendo. I mean, I think Tetris, Tetris 99 coming out like out of nowhere, that was awesome. And it really, like, I guess convinced people. I shouldn't say really convinced people. But, I mean, it was one of those. It, it might have been the killer app to get the Nintendo online. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's pretty awesome. And I mean, I think, I think that their Nintendo directs, uh, have been pretty solid and, and I'm excited even with, um, you know, with Doug Bowser taking over, I'm excited to see the direction of what Nintendo's going to take. So. Yeah. And didn't they also do a thing where you can get a year of Nintendo online yes. with your mm-hmm. Amazon? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. If you have Twitch, if you're a Twitch prime member. Yep. Yep. So if you are a Twitch prime member, make sure you take advantage of that. Cause that's that's available to you so okay uh well listeners uh what are your biggest winners losers biggest surprises uh of 2019 so far quarter number one you can send us an email at info at gamerheadspodcast.com you can send us a tweet at gamerheadspc you can also go to our website at gamerheadspodcast.com and then you can go to our facebook page at gamer our facebook.com slash gamerheadspodcast all right, let's go around and tell people how they can get a hold of us. We'll start with you, Mike. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, you could find me on Twitter. Uh, check us out at TC Throwers. We do the Controller Throwers podcast right here on GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Nice. And Christian, how can people get a hold of you? You can reach out to me on Twitter at Christian Cubza, or else you can read my reviews at GamerHeads Podcast, uh, Push Square, and NewGameNetwork.com. Nice. And Blue, how can people get a hold of you? You can almost always find me on Twitter. My handle is at writersview, and it's spelled with a Y, so W-R-Y. And then I also have a website, which is writersview.com. Nice. And listeners, as I mentioned, you can always follow us on Twitter. It's probably the best way. It's Gamerheads uh, Gamerheads PC. Um, But we're also on Facebook, uh, and uh, you can follow us on uh, iTunes as well. You can go to our website as well, and that's at uh, gamerheadspodcast.com. All right, Mike, thank you so much for joining us once again this week. Always a pleasure. And Christian, thank you for joining us this week. Anytime. And Blue, thank you for joining us this week. Thank you, Roger. And listeners, again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your business schedule and giving us a listen. Uh, There's a link in our show notes to our iTunes uh, page, our iTunes account. Please leave us a review there. We'd love to hear what you have to say about the show. And it gives us feedback on what uh, what you like about the show and what we should continue or change or whatever the case is. So we'd love to hear your feedback. All right. With that, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs> Bye. 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 Is that a spinoff of Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> yeah, Wizards, <laughs> Wizards and Losers. That actually, that's a good title. I like it. Yeah, that is Wizards and Losers. Mm-hmm. Should we name the episode that Wizards and Losers? <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking it needs to be an indie game. Oh, that would be a cool game. Wizards and Losers, and the losers are all the people that never played Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, 
and they're lizards. Wizards and, they're and lizards. lizards. Yeah, wizards and lizards. Huh. Wizards and lizards and losers. Or you just open up a store that's a combination pet store and uh, <laughs> RPG, an RPG game. game. Yeah, 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 boy, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Appealing to a very select market there, man. <laughs> <laughs> can, yeah. can I? Yeah. Can I get a dungeon? This Dungeons and Dragons expansion and a uh, bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah.